Welcome to Career Chats, a show about personal growth and building sustainable careers for developers. Every week, Swix and Randall hyper-focus on one key idea that may change your life. They do it all in less than 10 minutes. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. So today we're going to talk about breaking down problems. And this is something that Randall has been really thinking about. Yeah. So I've been thinking about it a lot lately, thinking back when I was a junior engineer, because I kept thinking about how imposter syndrome left me feeling really immobilized. And I just thought every day when I went into my job, I didn't think I could get my work done. I was the only female engineer there. And I would spend like half the day panicking about my work. And then I'd end up working at night and on weekends to make up for the work that I missed because of my anxiety during the week. And then I, you know, I spent years like this. I just felt panicked and like I wasn't good enough. And then, you know, that fear of not being able to get work done just started to become my reality. Right. So uh, I think you were reading something in Peter Levels' book that that sort of inspired you, right? Yeah. In Makebook, I was reading, he has this concept and he says, try to build your idea with HTML and CSS and JavaScript and see how far you get. Google every single thing you don't know and start, you know, with how to make an HTML page and then how to make a header and how to make a button. And I really thought back to that into the concept of breaking problems down because we tend to look at things and we think, oh my gosh, my job says I need to do this entire component. I need to build this new endpoint. I need to do this entire thing. And I'm so frightened about it. It feels so overwhelming. And we don't think of, we need to stop thinking of the problem as a whole. And we need to start thinking of what is the one small thing that I can solve in that problem. And for me, I found this to really to be true in my career, because instead of just sitting there and thinking about how overwhelming the work is, I started, you know, trying to transition my brain into thinking, what is the one small thing I can solve? And then what is the next small thing I can solve after that? And there's this concept, I think it's in Gary Keller's book, The One Thing, but I love I love the book because it's all about what is the one thing you can do to make your life better in that moment? Like when you come home after work, you kiss your wife and that is the one thing that makes her day a little bit better right away. The next thing you do, you hug your dog, maybe you play with your dog in the backyard and it makes your dog's life better. And then you go and you think, okay, I'm writing a book. Now it's time to sit there and write a page of the book. And that's how you can make your life a little bit better each day just by focusing on that one thing. And I think it really comes back to engineering and how even later in your career, you know, it's going to help you if you can break problems down, if you're an architect or a tech lead. Yeah, I, I like that phrase, uh, analysis paralysis, which I think <laughs> I, I, I engage in a lot. Um, it, it rhymes, which is cool. <laughs> uh, but because because I think, you know, in especially in, in, in school, we're taught to analyze things to a lot of detail, uh, you know, the longer the better, uh, when actually I think in, in real life, we probably need to just take action more. And, and, uh, and I think, I think that's, that's something that we need to break out of. Uh, one thing I, one thing I definitely struggle with, and I, I definitely haven't resolved this is breaking down problems when it spans disciplines. So sometimes, uh, you know, just, just to relate it to coding, like if you have a full stack project, you have a front end and a back end, and sometimes you, people might want to start with front end, people want to start with back end. I don't really know how to break it down. Or you can do like a top down, like let's draw the entire archi- architecture, or you can mm-hmm. do a bottom up, like let's just do one small component. Um, how does breaking down 
apply in that sense? Yeah, I think I'm kind of lean more towards the what is the first thing and that would be designing the architecture. And that would just be kind of seeing how things would flow. And that is your one small thing. And then the next thing would be taking one piece from that, whether it is, you know, some people like to start with front end. I like to start with back end personally, but I know it's kind of, you know, preference thing, but then, you know, maybe just building that one first endpoint. And then when you're breaking down the endpoint, say it's something like a partial refund endpoint, um, see if there's any existing code you can use, you know, and then can you borrow from that to write your new endpoint and then focus on writing the endpoint Focus on seeing if first, you know, the endpoint can be hit and make sure that it's being returned and then, you know, work on accepting parameters. And then just, I think if you can think of that micro steps of breaking everything down in really, really small ways, it doesn't become so overwhelming anymore. Because I know for me, I look at, oh my gosh, I have to build this entire new landing page and it's going to be so exhausting. But instead, if you just think, okay, I'm going to build just the first section of that landing page, it becomes so much more approachable. Yeah. Uh, it actually kind of reminds me of interviewing strategy as well. Like uh, when you get it, like a algorithms questions or, or, or even like a, I guess like a take home test or whatever, but like typically it'll be like a big chunky problem and you'll be stressed out about uh, doing a bunch of things. So um, I like that phrase of do make it work, make it right, and then make it fast. I love uh, that. It's, in, it's exactly in that order where don't worry about perf, uh, don't worry about all the edge cases, make it work uh, for, for a very simple use case. Um, and for me, I think uh, uh, TDD was was a really uh, useful way if, if, if you were given an environment that, that did that. Like I, I definitely got, I actually got a job because they were like, you did, you're the only candidate to do TDD in the interview. <laughs> uh, that is a great way to stand yeah. out in the interview. I love that. <laughs> <clears throat> but like, you know, you, you start with one test and then make that test pass and then you add more tests and then you add, you make those tests pass. And it's a lot of like uh, breaking it down to like, what is the bare minimum it must, must this thing must do? Um, and I think, yeah, I think interviewing, interviewing is a really good application of this because I've, I've been just taught to do this. And I think uh, senior devs, a lot of what uh, people describe the job of senior devs is as well is to take requirements that come in from uh, PMs or whatever and break it down. Yeah. I think even when you're starting out in your career, if you can start breaking things down, you know, for an interview or a side project, then, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, that's going to really come in handy when you have to be an architect and you're going to have to craft out this entire project. And I think if you start building up the skill early and it, you know, continue get better and better at it. I think it'll just be nothing but beneficial in your career. All right, I think that's uh, that's all the comments I had. Did you have anything else? No, I think I'm good. All right, uh, I guess we'll see y'all next time and think about things that you can break down. Thanks for listening to Career Chats with Swicks and Randall. If you have any feedback or questions, scroll to the bottom of the show notes for the link. If you like the podcast, make sure to tell a friend.